Before we jump into today's episode, I want to tell you about something I created that has the potential to change your business. It's called Pinstarter, and it's my free course on how to use Pinterest to automate and grow your business. I obviously love talking about Pinterest. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I rant and rave about it. And it's mostly because I know how much it has helped me as an entrepreneur and close to 500 other entrepreneurs that I've had the privilege of coaching and teaching over the last few years. And sure, Pinterest can help you grow your business but it also does a lot for you as a human. It can give you the freedom to go out to dinner with your spouse or partner and not feel guilty for not being on your computer posting in all of the groups. It can give you the freedom to hang out with your kids or your friends whenever you want instead of feeling bad that you're not taking another webinar. It can give you the freedom to take that epic trip you've had on your vision board and actually enjoy it because you know your business is going to continue to grow even while you're away. I mean, I don't know about you, but I did not sign up to be an entrepreneur only to be chained to my computer 24-7. Pinterest allows me and so many others the ability to take one hour of our week and automate our marketing, and I want to teach you how it's done. It's a free four-day course called Pinstarter that will teach you how Pinterest works, how to create a viral pin, and how to create your Pinterest business account and set up your profile. And let's be real, there's so much more (laughs) in the course as well. So this course starts Monday, February 17th, 2020, and it will only be up and available for a limited time. You can find the link to the free Pinstarter course by clicking the link in the description of this episode. I really hope to see you there. If you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram at livingbreely or email me at info at livingbreely.com. All right, let's get into it. I don't know if you guys take fish oil supplements. I thought I found a good one. And I did for a while. But the worst thing about having fish oil supplements is when you take them, And then like after like 45 minutes, if you, you know, hiccup or burp, (laughs) it tastes disgusting. I, I, for the longest time I've been taking this one and I haven't had any issues. And recently, I would say the last couple of weeks, every time I take it and I have to burp afterwards, it's not even a burp. Like, you know, when it's just like a little air bubble (laughs) that comes up. Um, it tastes like fish and I have to take fish oil supplements because I don't like fish. I shouldn't say I don't like fish because there are certain fish, fishes, (laughs) what am I trying to say? There are certain types of fish that I do like. I like salmon. I like tuna. I like mahi mahi. But I'll just have one mahi because I'm not that hungry. <laughs> if you guys know that movie, I love you. That's a line from the uh, from a movie called House Bunny with Anna Ferris. It's so funny. I love Anna Ferris is hilarious. First of all, I love her. Everything that she's ever been in, I-, I have loved. I just think she 
portrays such a good like caricature of every character she plays like she just really amplifies it I don't know how to explain it anyway there's a line from a movie she's in that she says I'll just have one mahi because I'm not that hungry (laughs) um yeah so I love fish oil it really does help my hair skin and nails but like I hate burping it up it is the war it's awful so anyway that's not what we're here to talk about today (laughs) I want to talk about money and Pinterest because I get this question a lot because People don't, I think people get confused when they hear like, oh, you can make money on Pinterest. And you and there's so many different ways. I'm going to get into that in a second. But if you guys can do me a quick favor on whatever platform you're listening on, hit the subscribe button. So that way you guys get notified when there is a new podcast episode that comes out. And also leave a little review. It doesn't matter if it's on iTunes, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Google Play, on <laughs> there's so there's like 12 different platforms that the podcast is on. I can't remember them all. But whatever po- <laughs> whatever um streaming platform you're on, it honestly helps the podcast so much and I would really, really appreciate it. Um, I also, you know, I love talking about the podcast on my Instagram and giving you guys little clips from each episode and sharing kind of the behind the scenes of like researching the information that I put into the episode. A lot of it is just knowledge that I've acquired over the last several years having my own online business, but I also like to fine tune it and I like to do a little bit of research and make sure that, you know, the content and information that I'm sharing with you guys is correct at the time. I mean, you know, it's so weird being on the internet because the things that we talk about now are going to be so different in like even two years, three years, five years. Um, So it's another reason why I like to do research is I like to look at like the most current up to date um, statistics and data, especially when it comes to platforms like Pinterest. So if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, I would suggest it. I mean, I think my Instagram stories are, you know, some real A plus work. <laughs> if I say so myself. So you can follow me on Instagram at living And yeah, let's talk about money. Let's talk about Pinterest. So just a short little clarifier. It's not a disclaimer at all, but just like I want to clarify that there are a few different ways to use Pinterest to generate revenue um, in your business. So just to name a few, it would include things like affiliate marketing, ads on your website, becoming a Pinterest manager or Pinterest virtual assistant. Um, In today's blog post, I am going to be talking about how I personally have used it to help my business and my clients' businesses. So just like any other platform, people are going to want to teach you and show you different ways on how it's done. Um, I'm always going to be pushing for you guys to do what feels right and best for you, for yourself and for your business. I never think that I am the know-all be-all. 
end all. That's not the right phrase. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I know everything. I'm not a (laughs) know-it-all. I am just sharing with you guys what works for me, what has worked for my clients. There are so many different ways for businesses to work, for ways to make money. Um, This is just how I have done it over the past year, few years that I have been utilizing Pinterest in my business. So with that being said, let's get into it. So I have been on the platform since 2010, and I can specifically remember when it came out because it was a few months before my senior prom, and I had an entire board dedicated to prom makeup and hair ideas, and I pretty much used it used it specifically to hold space just for those ideas. And fast forward seven years, it's literally turned into my business, which is wild to me. I can't really get over it, but like I digress. <laughs> um, so when I started my blog in June of 2017, I had no idea what I was doing and my mindset was so limited that I didn't have any intention of turning it into a business or even a way to make a little income from it. Um, so three months into blogging, I signed up for Amazon affiliates. And at the time, this was the one of the largest affiliate marketing platforms or programs out there. There's several different ones. I can do an entire blog post and podcast episode about affiliate marketing and sponsored posts for bloggers. If that's something you guys are interested in, you can send me an email to info at livingbreely.com or find me on Instagram at livingbreely and just shoot me a DM and be like, hey, I need your help. Um, So yeah, that's because that could be an entire blog post in its own. Um, And it made sense to for me to sign up as an Amazon affiliate because I am almost daily an Amazon user. So it just made sense. I was able to link products that I was actually buying and using and sharing them with my audience. So what this means, so like in the context of this blog post, if affiliate marketing in this context, because there's a lot of different types of affiliate marketing um, in this context, is that if a customer were to click a link that you gave them and they purchased an item from the website, you would receive a commission from that sale. So this is like when you go into a high-end retail store, like here in America, we have Bloomingdale's, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, Neiman Marcus, a majority of, or like any, even like skincare stores, like Kiehl's, um, what's another one? Like Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any. But just like any high-end retail store, a majority of the staff that works there, they're working on a commission base, which means that when you specifically buy from them, whatever the pre-tax amount is, is they're making anywhere between like 1% to 15% of whatever the sale that they make. So if they if you spend $1000 with someone, more than likely at the lowest they're probably making $100 off of that $1000 sale. Um again, we can do an entire blog post on this, but um this uh, Amazon affiliates really worked great for me in the be- beginning because I didn't have any e-products or courses or service of services available. However, the 
Amazon affiliates did not supplement my income entirely. So in fact, I actually just found this out. So from June 2017 to December 2017, which is about six months, I made $57.93 from Amazon affiliates. So, and this was a huge deal for me. Like I remember thinking if I just make $20, then I know I can like actually do this. And so, and I still feel the same way, like making that first dollar in my business feels the same as like when I make a thousand dollars in my business. Like I'm still like in shock when that happens. So yeah, $57 is not a lot. I mean, it's a, a, it's money, but it's not anything to like, I wasn't able to like, you know, pay my bills with that $57. And I'm not saying this to discourage you because there are so many factors that go into making affiliate sales work. It's like price point of the item, commission percentage. With Amazon affiliates, different categories have different commission percentages. Um, So like any type of technology blogger where you're selling like a $2,000 laptop or an $800 camera lens, like you're getting a bigger percentage than like for what I was promoting was like an eye roller for $20, you know, or like a facial steam massager for like $25. Like you're not going to be making a lot unless you're having like million, like the traffic is like in the millions. So, um, yeah, it just really depends on the like the traffic to your website and links and all of that and where they're and the links and where they're placed and all of that. So this is where Pinterest really helped me because the more traffic that I was able to get onto my website, the higher my chances were of someone clicking on one of my affiliate links and purchasing them. So in this case, it really is a numbers game. Um, they'll just make it simple. So let's say you have 100,000 monthly viewers on your website. If you can strategically place your affiliate links. And when I say strategically, I'm saying you need to be clear and make a disclaimer that these are affiliate links. I'm not saying be shady, but there is a way to place your affiliate links. That's really important. So if you're able to do that in your blog post and let's say you get 10% of those visitors purchasing from Amazon. That is about 10,000 clicks, which easily translates into dollars if it's products that they're actually interested in buying. So number two is my email list. I have talked about growing your email list ad nauseum. You can listen to the Let's Get Into a Podcast episode that I did with my friend Austin last year about the importance of listening, of listening, <laughs> of growing your email list and also listening. <laughs> um, I will link that down below. It was, it was an episode last year. I don't remember the number, but it was so, so valuable. I got amazing feedback on that episode. Um, so with a social media algorithm, you know, any, all of the platforms, the algorithms are so tumultuous that I think it's really important to have a place where your community or audience, I hate saying the word fans. I feel like, I just like the word community a little bit better. Um, (laughs) You can keep in contact with, with them and they can keep in contact with you. So with your email list, you actually own that information and your account 
unlike social media where your profile can be deactivated or taken down. So I am able to utilize my email list to stay connected with my community, provide more valuable content than I am, that maybe I'm not sharing on Instagram or on the blog or on the podcast. I can announce new podcast episodes and also let them know when I'm releasing a new chorus or service. So trust me, like I... I'm so, so grateful that I started an email list right when I started my blog. And I can say a majority of the folks on my email list are way more interactive with me in my email than they are on any other platform. And I really make an effort to respond to emails for at least an hour a day and connect with my community that way. It just feels more personable, personable, personal whatever the right word is. Um, And I feel like we just build a better relationship and a better rapport. And there's just a level of trust there um, than me just like throwing up a hashtag selfie and like an inspirational quote over on the gram. Um, Whenever I have launched a new chorus or service, 80% of the buyers come from my email list and 75% of them are repeat customers, meaning that they've purchased from me before. So sure, I definitely believe in social media and using platforms to garnish new relationships and customers, but I will always stand in my belief of email lists for myself and for my clients. Um, And you're probably like, this is all great, Brie, but like, how does Pinterest tie into this? So if your pins are getting click-throughs, meaning people are actually coming to your website from your pins, then you should have some type of freebie, email opt-in, lead magnet, or whatever you want to call it. Um, There's like so many names that are pretty much synonymous, but this should be offered to them as soon as they come to your website. So as soon as they come to your website, there can be a pop-up. It can be in your blog post on the sidebar or in the header. Think of this as like the handshake. Like when you're first meeting someone, you want to give them a little bit of love, like a little bit of value um, in exchange for their time. And I think the same goes for when when they come to your website. You want to have some type of exchange with them where they're giving you your email They're giving you their email address and you're giving them like a little nugget of information. Um, So that is how I have utilized Pinterest to grow my email list. And the third, the three. (laughs) I don't know how I have friends. (laughs) I think my dog is the only person who... (laughs) who uh, can withstand my singing voice. (laughs) Okay, so the third way to utilize Pinterest to make money is by marketing your own products. So the overall goal with Pinterest and having a marketing plan is to get more eyeballs on your website. And when they come to your website, you want them to know that you can help them with their online business with yoga, with meditation, with meal prepping, with recipes. I mean, whatever it is that you're serving, you want them to know that you can help them. And that can be from a free guide to 
an online course or a service that you offer. And if you don't have any of your own online products yet, or maybe you've been thinking about them, or you're just like, I don't even know where to start, a few ideas are e-courses, um, like an online course, ebooks, printables, downloads, um, merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, things like that. Um, also, if you have tangible items that you create yourself and sell, those are also really great items to have in a shop on your website. So the list can go on and on about ways that you can use Pinterest to monetize and to actually create revenue in your business. I mean, I also have the podcast that I talk about on my website as well, and I get paid for the podcast through sponsors and things like that. So it really is, I think, if you want to build a business is to have a way to create an audience. And I think Pinterest ultimately gives you the ability to build an audience and to create a community. Um, So that is all that I have for you guys today. Next week is our February mixtape, which I'm so excited to put together. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's it. If you guys have any questions, you know where to find me on Instagram at livingbreely. You can send me an email to info at livingbreely.com. If you guys did find this episode valuable, please do me a small favor and share it with someone you love. Share it with someone that you think might benefit from what we talked about today. So yeah, that's all that I've got. I will see you guys next week for February's mixtape. All right. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye.